we are going to talk about 10 minutes. Uh, then uh, you can ask your question to Nawal Janjan. Good morning. Uh, Nawal is uh, the head of uh, aircraft architecture at Safrontech. And um, she's going to answer your question at the end of our conference. So if you have questions, keep, keep them in mind. Um, we are going to talk this morning about hybridation of commercial air aircraft. Yes. What is it exactly, Nawal? Yes, some clarity is required here. Uh, so when we talk uh, about uh, electrification or hybridization in aircraft, we are mainly talking about uh, the production and supply of power and energy on board. Uh, so uh, this power is needed for propulsion, and, uh, but also for aircraft systems, to feed aircraft systems. Um, so uh, we have mainly uh, four uh, cate categories of architectures. Um, thermal architecture, uh, high, uh, electric, full electric architecture, turbo electric, and finally hybrid electric. When we talk about thermal or what we can also call the conventional uh, architecture, it's what we have now. So the gas turbines feed directly uh, the, the different electrical system and provide directly trust to, to the aircraft. Uh, when we talk about the full uh, electric architecture, so there is no gas turbines anymore on aircraft, on board. And um, the turboelectric architecture, we have only gas turbines, but all the power is directly uh, converted to electrical power, then provided to electrical prop uh, propellers and to the other systems. And finally, when we talk about hybrid electric architectures, uh, it's, um, it's a kind of architecture that combines uh, gas turbines with electrical storage. And electrical storage can be batteries, for example. Uh, so the batteries uh, can be uh, swapped on the ground uh, during air, um, during um, around take um, uh, around the aircraft, and uh, they can also be charged uh, on the ground or in flight. Uh, that uh, this kind of architecture combines uh, combining gas turbines with batteries. Uh, offers different mode uh, of functioning. Uh. Okay, and uh, what does it for? So why does Saffron work on this subject now? It's mainly about the reduction of fuel burn and the reduction of emissions. Uh, the companies of uh, the engine companies and aircraft companies that have succeeded uh, in reducing uh, fuel burn per seat for one to two percent uh, uh, over the past 50 years. But uh, considering the huge growth of the sector, mainly due uh, to the growing middle class of Asian, African, and South American countries, uh, this effort is not uh, sufficient to meet the challenging environmental goals. We are talking here about reaching 75% reduction uh, by uh, 2050. Okay, it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's really, really huge. And okay. it's not only about CO2 reduction we have to reduce all the different emissions, including noise. Okay, so environmental issues. Um, fast, faced with uh, these challenges, um, 
how Saffron is positioned. Yes, Saffron must be ready and we are working on it. Okay. So uh, there is many projects uh, and demonstrators uh, on uh, air mobility applications. I think my colleagues uh, already talked about this uh, during previous conferences. So air taxi, VTOLs, cargo and also air shuttles. Uh, so the technology developed for those applications paved the way uh, for uh, hybrid commercial aircraft. And uh, we have also uh, uh, performed last year a, a ground test demonstrator of uh, a distributed uh, propulsion uh, architecture. Uh, so uh, we have a combination, a combination of uh, a gas turbine and batteries uh, that uh, powered uh, the, the, all the chain uh, with different modes and uh, with a very intelligent power management that distributes efficiently the, the power over the e-propellers. Uh, so we are here demonstrating uh, our ability to uh, also to provide a wall chain, uh, a wall propulsive chain. But there is another thing. On hybrid architectures, we do not have to forget the gas turbines because uh, they, they will stay the, and remain the main uh, power provider on the architecture. So we have to work on it, and Asafon is really working on it to uh, make the gas turbine more performant, more efficient, uh, to adapt their functioning to uh, new modes in, in hybrid architectures. Okay, very clear. But um, why, uh, why, is, why not work on all electric right now? Oh, yes. Uh, it's the technical gap uh, is uh, driven uh, mainly uh, by the power and the energy required for flight. So um, the requirements of energy and power uh, depends on the application. The power will increase uh, with the payload, so the weight of the aircraft, and the energy uh, with the corresponding range. So technologies uh, for general aviation, so with uh, a few passengers and so a, um, a small uh, payload and, uh, and short range, really short range, are already available and it, fly. it flies. Um, by contrast, we are really far for, for commercial aircraft. Uh, and the limiting factor here is really the electrical components and the batteries. Uh, for example, an A320 uh, uh, to fly electrically needs uh, more than twice its own weight uh, to do this. So it's really uh, a step change and a limiting factor. Okay, so you talked about battery issues. Uh, are there uh, any challenges? Are there any other problems to deal with? Yes, unfortunately, there is many, many, many challenges. Uh, we are, uh, for example, the electrical motors and generators, we have also to increase the power density of those components and the thermal management is the key factor. Uh, there are also, uh, when we uh, talk about megawatts, we are talking here about megawatts for commercial aircraft. When we talk about megawatts, we have to uh, select high voltages 
So um, the safety uh, and uh, to, to make the wiring safe and lighter. So he's, uh, there we have really a protection item. Uh, it's very uh, a main challenge. Uh, we, we have to work a lot on it. Uh, there are also uh, um, the complexity of the control of those architectures that have to be uh, work on it, and uh, the thermal management also. So many challenges. Many challenges, right? Um, could you give us some application to the hybridization and I don't know, maybe some time scale? Yes, but before that, I will give some definition. Uh, the amount of uh, the electrical uh, power provided on architecture uh, in, uh, in uh, comparison with the, the, the power delivered was the, the gas turbine uh, defines what we called uh, the rate of hybridization. So, uh, for commercial aircraft, this rate of hybridization is an image of the technological gap and the challenges that I mentioned before. Uh, so, main components that we have already developed for VTOLs and small aircraft can be, I would say, uh, easily scaled for a low rate hybridization for commercial aircraft. But this will allow us to, uh, uh, to, 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 perform, to have a, a more uh, performant uh, gas turbines. Uh, so we can assist electrically the turbines uh, in short uh, phases. We can also uh, have uh, a very intelligent power sharing that uh, brings uh, an energy optimization on the architectures. Um, the low rate of hybridization in commercial aircraft can also be an enabler for more electric aircraft. Uh, so uh, many, many, many uh, Scenarios are in the table, yes, yeah. and possibilities are in the table today, and we are working on it. I would say that for uh, this low rate of hybridization, we can see it for the next generation for uh, commercial aircraft or SMR. So, starting for, from 2028. 20, 20, so, it's a near future. Yes. It's, we are really close. Yes, but when we are talking about uh, an important rate of hybridization for commercial aircraft, it's really a long-term tendency. So uh, we have to, uh, to, to face the different, the different challenges uh, um, uh, uh, before having this done. Okay. Thank you for your explanation. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's, uh, real... Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, really uh, it's really close. But for uh, commercial aircraft, we have a lot to do before all electric. Uh, yeah. So do you have some question to talk to Nawal in the audience here of the booth? No, not for the moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> I give I give you microphone. Here we go. Good morning, Bill Reed from the Royal Aeronautical Society here. Uh, is Safran doing work um, 
with the battery manufacturers to try and see how the technology could improve so they could eventually be used on aircraft. Uh, sorry, I, do, I, don't, I didn't understand. You, you are, you, you're here. Great. Uh, yeah, for sure. We are, we are working with uh, batteries manufacturers. And um, I, I would say that uh, lithium-ion technology is still attractive. Uh, for uh, the hybrid and electrical uh, applications. Uh, and um, our uh, dream is to reach an energy density of uh, 500 watt hours a kilogram uh, to start really thinking about more and more applications on commercial aircraft. But we don't have to forget that this uh, energy density have, has to come up with uh, also an acceptable number of cycles and also an acceptable current of discharge. It's, this is very important because if uh, we have a technology with a high, a high energy density, because I heard and I, uh, uh, I hear and I read a lot about uh, uh, technology with high density uh, energy, but there is no acceptable uh, rate of discharge or not acceptable number of cycle, and this is really important for us. Another question? Yes, maybe um, you talked uh, earlier about uh, battery issues. Uh, could you explain to us what technologies are needed to meet uh, these, uh, these new hybridization? Yes. Um, it, it was my point. So we are uh, dreaming to reach 500 watt hours uh, a kilo for energy density for, for this, but with an acceptable uh, current discharge and number of cycles. To, uh, to do more with the hybrid uh, architectures. And um, we know there, there are some al alternative fuel, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you think uh, these, uh, these fuel can um, compromise the emergence of a ha uh, commercial aircraft hybridation? When we talk about alternative fuels, yes, we have biofuels, but also cryogenic fuels, but those fuels need ga uh, gas turbines also. So um, the hybridization um, is another degree of freedom on the architecture. So for me, there is no, uh, it can, uh, it can, we can also have a synergy between hybridization and uh, alternative fuel. And uh, I could also say that um, uh, electrical components uh, love uh, low temperature and uh, with cryogenic fuels it will be really a synergy between uh, uh, those two technologies. So there are another types of scenario. Yes. Right. Um, maybe I have uh, one more question or is there another question in the, on the booth? No. Um, we've heard about uh, the the flight uh, bashing. Uh, do, do you know that uh, hybridation of commercial aircraft could respond to this new way of thinking? Yes, you made a good point here. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, when I think about it, uh, I'm really pessimistic about the world with the 
um, fewer connections and uh, we are talking about connecting people and connecting countries here. Uh, so if, from my point of view, uh, if as an engineer we do, work, we do our work, so uh, we have to solve problems and we are here for, for, for this, so the requirement is, here is to uh, have a cleaner aircraft and more efficient aircraft, and uh, I can say that we are working on it. Great. Um, thank you for your explanation. Thank you and you are you are you are you will be here all all the day so if you have some some of the question you can ask Noel uh, on the booth uh, thank you for your attention uh, thank you Solen. Uh, you you can you you'll be able to attend another interview this afternoon at half past three uh, with uh, Christophe Demarc uh, about Flylight. So see you this afternoon and uh, have a nice morning. Bye.